people choose what, uh, however they want to be. So victimhood is a choice, okay? Now, this is based off of what they experienced their whole entire life, Deanna. I mean, this is how what they lived, and this is what they know to be true. Um, and, 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 but they also know that I do not have to stay here. So that's why I say victimhood, being a victim, acting like a victim, portraying yourself as a victim is a choice on your part because you're happy there. That's your comfort, comfortable world there. This is what you lived and it's working for you. So Aloha, beautiful people. I am the intuitive coach and I gave birth to this podcast because of my intuition who has a powerful voice and asked me to remember and embrace my essence. We are all love and light and for each of us to shine at our brightest, we must explore the depths of our darkness. When you rediscover your essence, we all heal an aspect of ourselves. So remember to always shine your light unapologetically. Hello, 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 beautiful souls to a new episode of Shine Your Light with Diana podcast. I am actually so excited that today I am going to introduce you to one of my spirit brothers, well, yeah. insult brothers, brother in arm. I'm not even yeah. sure how to call him because I actually love him so much. <laughs> Ken Altenbeck, he is a professional insight coach. So let's give him a round of virtual applauses. Welcome, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Deanna, for having me on your podcast today. I just want to start off by saying this is um, this is truly an honor that you invited me to be on this and um, and to label us uh, as you you're, you're trying to find the words here is that you are my soul spirited sister. So that's the way I consider you. So that's the way we're gonna move on here. But thank you for allowing me to be on here today. And I look so forward to this awesome conversation because whenever we get together, we always have awesome conversations. So thank you so much. For once, I would say beautiful people, like powerful ones, we literally coach each other most of the time. And every single time we get this powerful insights from each other mm. it's like bam a, a whole mm. new world of possibilities is exploding and at the end of it you're still asking like what else is possible it's like <laughs> a never-ending conversation if, if possible it would be a never-ending conversation however let's be mindful of everyone's time today so Ken, what was your rock bottom what brought you to your knees to those kind of fears that actually hit you so hard you hit so hard that blackness that dark moment in your life that you had to crack so open to actually allow the light within you to shine as brightly as it does now mm -hmm. is there a formula for it to let us know but first your rock bottom because mm -hmm. there are certain stories that we all have and resonate with and we all want to know how is it possible to go from there to there but what we have to focus on is the what isn't it mm. 
Uh, Deanna, that is, that is a very, very powerful question. And as you're saying, it, and I'm just, multiple things are coming up in my life, um, in my past life. And I'm going to say past life here because I do not have any rock bottom issues that are going on with me right now. Um, I will share with you, and I believe I shared it multiple times within our community, multiple times with you, and multiple times on other podcasts. Um, because I feel that it's very, very important to talk about it and not try to hide it and, 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 and try to get past it. But I was, well, I'm the oldest of four children. All of us were, but me being the oldest child at the time, um, growing up here, I, I was from an abusive mother, not a family, but by my mother. Um, where she controlled and manipulated and uh, it was physical and uh, it was verbal. And, and it seemed that the verbal was more powerful than it was the physical. You know, we had to you know, live by her rules. We had to do the things that we, she wanted us to do. We had to be the perfect family in order to, for her to look good as a person, as a mother, as a parent. Outside, of the walls, very, very different what people see. Inside the walls, if they ever came into that, they would see what I'm talking about right now. I can remember Deanna, and if you don't mind me sharing this here with you and give you a little bit of context, I can remember as far back as two years old, uh, my mother got angry, not at me in particular, but she got angry. And I remember being thrown down on the floor and being kicked because of her anger. That's the first time I could remember back then of fearing somebody, fearing deeply, that I had to watch what I do, that I had to watch what I say. I had to live a life so it could prevent these things happening to me and for my brothers and my sisters. Okay. So over the years, you know, it was happening and it was happening and, and I could not wait to get out. I could not wait to move out, you know, whatever that was, 17, 18, 19 years old. Um, and when I did finally move out, I, I joined the military and spent 10 years in the military. But the abuse was so bad, Deanna, that I remember coming home a couple of times and having a wife and a couple of children that I was so afraid to bring back to my mother because of all what she instilled in me, of what she had done to me. I remember getting a tattoo and I had to hide it. Now, here I am, a grown man, married, a couple of children, and I still could not come home and show and stand up to my, my, my mother that I did this because of the fear of the abuse I was still thinking I was going to wind up getting. Eventually, that all grew out out of me um you know a lot of times people think you know what i tell them uh, the story about myself the rock bottom is here do i have to follow into that same path do i want that do i need that they say to you you know what you went through and how you grew up here you, you know you should be in jail you should be in prison you should be following that here what made you come out of that you know what and i really don't have a hard simple answer it's just the way i want it to be i did not want to carry on what was carried with me and to finish off this story about my mother to this day and i, I believe i shared this with you to this day 30 years 
ago, I stopped all contact, stopped all talking with her. I don't have anything to do with her. And the rock bottom part even more was the living with that and not being able to forgive her and living with that all these entire, all this entire time until a couple of years ago where I learned, I got coached on how to forgive her and move on. That meaning that with that coaching, it, it meant that I could forgive her, but I still don't have to have her in my life. And to this day, I don't. So, you know, with that abusiveness and all that, you know, I carried on with my kids. I started doing it and they're very year, early, young age too. You know, the verbal and I had to be the parent. You had to listen to me here. And I knew I didn't want them to grow up the way I grew up. So a lot changed for me. So that's probably the, uh, the, the rock bottom in my life. It's not just one incident, not just one time. It was a period of time. Although I, I, I heard this uh, before and with even a deeper context and um, everything, it still brings up a lot of um, feelings, mm -hmm. to be honest. And uh, hearing that you managed to forgive her for... Mm -hmm everything that you felt it was done to you all those years yet still not talking with her i feel that is a very honorable way for her and for you because somehow if you would get back together there is still going to be a certain friction or a certain misunderstanding that is going to lead eventually to other events that need further forgiveness and healing mm -hmm. right now my question is was the main thing that supported you in this forgiveness journey how did you manage the forgiveness came because it was the because i realized that what she was doing was the best thinking that she thought was proper. Even though it was abuse, she thought that was the best way to raise, raise her children, the way she had to be. What happened prior to that? I don't know. What made her that way? I don't know. I just know about what had happened. We never had those conversations, you know, Hey mom, you know, something come up or, you know, I, I didn't know how to ask those questions. I didn't, you know, I didn't question it. I didn't do anything that here, but being coached and having that insight that the deep part about that insight, Deanna, was that was the fact of here that she, she thought she was doing her best. She thought she was doing her best based off the thinking of her time at that moment. Even to this day, even to this day, she still tried to get back in my life and we have to be family. We have to stick together. We have to love one another and, and all that stuff, you know, so, but that's her thinking. That's her mentality. So I have to accept that. That is hard to do because when people go through this, any kind of trauma, Deanna, any kind of trauma, people go through this here, their mindset is revenge and hatred and getting even and doing the things back to them as they have done to you. And that doesn't solve anything. You're just creating the problem. So what is the best thing to do is to forgive myself first, forgive myself first, okay, that 
I didn't do things earlier the way I wanted to do or should have done because I didn't know. And then the second thing was forgive her. How, how could you go through life with revenge and regret and, and resentment and all that? Because then you're, you're, you're inside of a, a tunnel and that's what you operate off of. And you don't see what's outside that tunnel with the possibilities are and how you can heal yourself with that, how you can heal yourself doing that. Yeah, she's not in my life and I'm happy about that. But I forgave her and I let go of that so I can live the exceptional life that I want to live and be who I want to be and show up for others how they need me to show up and who I'm being. So that was a great question. That was powerful. And thank you for that. Thank you for opening up and sharing with with, with us, with, with my community and those who really need to hear this story, this message, I'm certain they are going to. You also used the word trauma, any kind of trauma. Mm -hmm. There is so much controversy about what a trauma is because mm -hmm. there are certain persons who believe like, oh, trauma is now a, like a buzzword. Everyone uses like, oh my gosh, I broke my nail and that's a trauma for life. Mm -hmm. Or I actually got abused. That is a trauma. Otherwise, there is no such thing as trauma. Mm -hmm. So you, you've seen like the difference between the tonality of my voice as well, how the mimicry is, is ongoing actually in today's mm -hmm. society. Um, I would like to ask you, what is your approach on this concept? And do you really feel like it has to be a certain context for this word to be used? And how should it be approached? Mm. Again, I mean, you come up with some very powerful questions, Deanna. So, <laughs> and it makes someone go in deep inside about. You're absolutely right. I did not go through my life and say to people that listen to my story or even to myself that I was traumatized by my mother. It was just abuse. That's all it is. It's just it, it is what it is. What what had happened. And that's what I bring out to people. You know, I don't label it. I don't try to soften it. And, and I'm not living that. I'm not using that word to connect with, I have to be that way. And I have to live this type of lifestyle here because of that. Trauma, however you label it. A trauma could be where I walk out my door and fall down and break my leg. A trauma could be that... Uh, a fire happened in my house and it burned down my house. A trauma can be that someone's crying and they're sad and uh, and your heart goes out for it, it, whatever. It is what you are experiencing in your life at the moment, realizing that, feeling that, understanding that, and how you want to, uh, how do you want to address that? And that to me is, acknowledging that and not trying to avoid it. So I never avoid my childhood. I never, I never, it happened, Deanna. It happened. And it's just like it happened to millions of people out there in one way or fashion or another. It's that if we tried to bury it 
and that to me that when you try to bury it and you try to do it on your own and you think that you can handle it that turns worse for you honestly it turns out worse for you and the way to handle it is to acknowledge it and let someone know about it if you have to go to see a psychiatrist a therapist or even a coach in order for you to go deep inside of yourself to bring it out do that but don't live it figure it out this is what is happening and then realizing what it's doing to you and then what you do after that is what's really important going from here to where you want to go and not from here and keep living back to here and this is the reason why i'm like this and my life is traumatized or uh you know my, my life is full of black magic and my life is all these terrible things here you live that you're going to be that but you also have a choice to live how you want to be now deanna i will tell you this you just can't shut it off you can't just say oh okay this happened to me here oh good it boom never happened but you know whatever it takes time but if you're willing to work with it if you're willing to understand that it will always be a present time in your moment because of these events that happen to you, then you're, you're, you're addressing it head on and you're not trying to bury it deep down inside of you where it's coming up worse for you as you're living your life. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm not a psychiatrist here. I, I can't tell you the medical terms and everything about that. But it's what I feel is if I live on that, if I keep dwelling on that, then I would never be a person to heal. And then I would continue to live in the dark clouds that I am. And I will continue to have others live in that world with me. I'm not going to be there for anybody else. So great question again, man. I love these questions here. And it's really making me go deep inside of myself. And, and, and the insights that are coming out of me right now here is based off of what you are helping me feel. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for sharing once again. Actually, what shows up for me right now is you just said, based on that, actually, I want to touch on that. There are so many people who deem their light to make others feel safe. Because I really feel that most of the time we just don't know what the first step is and how can we get from this to that and i know just most of the time to be honest i'm being told by certain people that just by being in my presence they leave my treatment room with a serenity feeling when i'm saying treatment room mm -hmm. i mean uh when i'm doing massages <laughs> or mm -hmm. acupressure or angelic healing i don't i don't mean uh, any medicine involved mm -hmm. any mm -hmm. medication not that i'm against it yes <laughs> <laughs> what are your top three tools that keep your vibe high that can influence and make an impact on mm -hmm. other people who are certainly on a lower vibration that you are and mm. somehow you end up on attracting them either because they're 
is something within it that needs to be healed, either mm -hmm. because they are meant to have uh, the benefit of your skills and gifts that you are sharing. Mm -hmm. So what are these tools that you would like to share with us? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I wouldn't label it as tools. I will label it as, not even a label, it's who I am being. You and I have heard this term multiple, multiple times outside the community, inside the community as well, in, in our world. I've been, <laughs> I've been accused a lot of times of, man, you, you're, you're such a bouncing, bouncing energy. You, you know, you just, you know, you're, you're bouncing off the walls and stuff. And I, I wouldn't label myself that, that I don't walk into a room and, hey, stay there. Watch me go from that wall, bouncing off the floor like an old cartoon character, you know, that, that got their pants on fire and they're trying to put it out. But it's who I am being. No matter what's going on in my life, I purposely choose to show up energetically, happy, uh, joyful, all these things here, because I know there's people out there that you encounter every single day that need something like that. And then guess what? They're going to question, well, how could you be that way? What's going on with you? I want some of that. And if they're willing to let me share that with you, I don't start off with, well, you know what? I I was abused and, and, and I, I had to forgive and I had to do all this stuff. I couldn't be the way I am right now. I honestly believe my entire life, there was happiness always present, always present. So this is how I show up every single day. So when I walk into a room or I come on a Zoom call or I come onto a community Zoom call, it's like I get introduced a lot, Deanna, by like, yeah, man, this guy's got a lot of energy. He, he, he's a ball of fire and you, you got, he's full of excitement and stuff like that. And think about it. If you're having a bad day and you don't know how to get rid of that, or if you don't get rid of that feel, know how to get rid of that feeling and you don't know what to do, would you rather encounter someone that could possibly pick up your spirit? Or would you like to encounter someone here that feeds into you and takes you even down further when you want to come out of it? I don't have a magic pill. I don't have a, you know, a sign that cross, comes across me here, smile, God loves you every single day, and it's not worth it to be unhappy and all that. I have my moments. <laughs> I absolutely do have my moments. But when you see me, when I'm having those moments, I'm first showing up to be me. Because, and then you're going to see me, and then it helps you, it helps me be me too. Well, I'm not here to fake you out. I have something going on inside of me here. I need your interaction the same way you need my interaction. So I, hopefully that makes sense to you. And I, hopefully I answered your question on it. Wow. <clears throat> and wow again. And give me a second for another wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you've just answered is presence. Literally, that's what... I understood from this presence, mm -hmm. being present there and being your most beautiful presence. And that I wouldn't even know. I, I don't even want to label it in any way, to be mm -hmm. honest. That is a powerful answer. And mm -hmm. it really and truly resonates with me so very much. So very much. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this. 
I, I love what you said there about being present. It's the same thing as about who am I being in the moment. What will that do for you that, 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 that you walk around with, with a storm cloud above your head and you meet and interact with beautiful people like yourself in your life and trying to bring them down into your world? What would that do for you? What would that satisfy? It, 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 there's nothing there. Dan, as I mentioned a few moments ago here, it's just, I don't wake up first thing in the morning and here and I have time to get out of bed, jumping jack time, the life is all. But I do get out of bed and I tease my wife a lot about to, and I say this all the time, and this is who I, I'm being and being present and taken away from that, that, that stuff that just clouds you and just keeps you stuck. I do say this to her loud, well, today's Wednesday, only four more days until Monday all right, you know, the weekend's almost here. So, so that's the outlook that I have. Every day, you have a gift. You, you are given a gift of waking up, breathing, and doing what you want to do. Why choose to walk through this life? Oh, he's me. Oh, come here. I need other people to feel sorry for me. Why choose to be a victim? When you can use that same energy to turn that around, even for me, when I have things that come up and I, I you know, I, I might get angry about uh, or I'm not making feel good. I immediately say, who am I being? Who do I want to feel for the rest of the day? Do I want to be this way or do I want to be miserable and cut off, cut off, off the love of energy that I really, really want to be? <laughs> love that share and i have to touch on something now that you said it because you said choose to be a victim and somehow i feel like most people are not even aware of it so how would you say what would you say about those who would like to be in a higher vibration and yet they are on a lower vibration and yet they end up in your day due to different reasons. God knows there is always a synchronicity in everything. Do you really believe that it is a choice for them to be in that victim mindset? Or do you believe that it's a decision. And how is that taken? Do you have mm. any insight? Yeah. Uh, people choose what, uh, however they want to be. So victimhood is a choice. Okay. Now, this is based off of what they experienced their whole entire life, Deanna. I mean, this is how what they lived. And this is what they know to be true. Um, and, 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 but they also know that I do not have to stay here. So that's why I say victimhood, being a victim, acting like a victim, portraying yourself as a victim is a choice on your part because you're happy there. That's your comfort comfortable world there. This is what you lived and it's working for you. So if I come across somebody, they're not going to come out and say to me, you know, I'm just a victim today. And I'll, my life is horrible because I'm victim to uh, this day because it's cloudy and all that stuff here. They're going to, Act, be, non-verbally, give you all the clues. 
and here's how I would show up. Hey, Deanna, seems like something's going on with you right now. Stop being a victim. No, I don't do that. Okay, I, I don't come out and say that to them. That's still a good one, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I wouldn't because they don't, they, they, you know, that's not what they want to hear. That's actually giving them fuel to even go down. Oh, yes, you're right. Mm, poor me. You know, I would offer that. Hey, I'm here. I want to give you my love. Would you accept that love? I won't even address that. Well, you know what it's like to be a victim. That's what you're doing right now. And this is the reason why you're being a victim. This is what you're portraying everything. Uh, 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 uh. No way. I would help them. And we'll have that conversation. We'll have that presence with one another, even if it's just to listen and let them spew their victimhood. Let them spew it. They're choosing to do that because they want other people to validate that. Okay. That's what they want. So they choose to find people that will put them in that world and keep them in that world to validate that it's okay. I'm feeling this way. Not me. Mm -mm, not me. <laughs> Give me that challenge. Oh, no, 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 no. And then I might get a little bit nuts and I, I am dancing around like I'm bouncing off the walls and guess who you got in front of you right here. It's this, the way you see me, maybe give you that much to even start thinking, I want to be that way, but I don't know how. Because in their mind, Deanna, in their mind, that world is the correct world. And it's, it, it's what they think. It's still choosing, though, because they're choosing to stay in that world instead of saying, what can I do to help me grow stronger or grow more happier or have a little bit of joy in my life here? And then they choose not to ask those questions if they want to stay in that world. It's a choice. Everything you do in life is a choice. So that... That answers the question here. It, it, it's a choice in my, in my perspective. I love that. And that's why we are here to hear your perspective on things, for you to share mm. your vision, your story, your message. So by all means, mm -hmm. I'm certain that those who are a vibrational match for your frequency, they are going to reach out. Speaking of which how can they reach you out because i know as a coach you may have plenty of tools or you may just focus on specific promotional tools or social media platforms or anything like that well also question and, and you know i had the mindset a couple of years ago that you have to have all these tools you have to have uh, you know, a powerful website to attract people and do all that things here. But I learned now, you know, you know, what attracts people to you is just having a simple conversation with them. Give you the experience of me instead of trying to put it on a website or try to do some marketing brochures or try to, because I did all that. And not one time have I attracted somebody to come be part of my world. So I have two ways to, I, when, when I'm asked, how can people get uh, reach out to you? One is by my Facebook, my business Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Ken Altenbach Insight Life Coach. Now, if you're going to go on there to see 
all this fabulous content and all that stuff there. I'm going to warn you, all your listeners right now, that's not what I use that Facebook page for. Once in a while, if I get inspired, I'll put something on there. I'll do that. The other way to get, even better way to get a hold of me here is just go with my email, which is, this is all one word, coaching to your success, 2022. Coaching to your success, 2022 at gmail.com. Just reach out to me. And what I like to offer, and you know, as a, as a gift for you having me as a uh, guest on your beautiful podcast here, is the way I connect with people is I tell them, I'm not going to try to sell you my coaching. I don't want to sit there and write you a big, big old email and tell you my accolades and all these certifications I got. I offer you to experience my coaching. Then you will know firsthand that I could possibly help you by experiencing it. And what I do for everybody, no matter who I come in contact with, my first priority is I connect, I establish a relationship. And then if there's something there that I could possibly help them with here, I offer them two gifted coaching conversations, no pressure, no expectations, no sales. That's it. And then you can come to the table knowing that I can either walk away after this or I can continue if I'd like to continue with that. And all I would say is thank you for your beautiful time that you spent with me. I hope you got value out of this. And if you want something later on down the road, if it's not for you right now, by all means, contact me again and we'll have another gift of coaching conversation. So that's how people can get a hold of me by email and by my Facebook page. Oh, I'm sorry, one more way. And I, I love this way because a lot more people are reaching out to me is by Facebook Messenger. I mean, I, I immediately get notified about that and I, I love using that. And you can send me a voicemail if you want to through Facebook Messenger, which I'd rather have you do because that makes it personal. I will probably reply and voicemail back to you as well because it's more personal. So thank you for asking me. Love that. I love that. And I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I am really, really grateful, Ken, for showing up here today, for sharing your story, for speaking up, for shining your light, for being you, for, mm -hmm. you know, sharing the same space, <laughs> to mm -hmm. be honest, being in each other's presence. I love our get-togethers, and I truly consider them one of the most powerful activators. And I trust that, again, whoever is a vibrational match for this conversation is going to reach out. Your mm -hmm. links are going to be in the podcast uh, description episode, mm -hmm. so they can just click on it and get right in touch mm -hmm. with you. Corby, can I just say something real quick? Um, I want your listeners to understand, and hopefully they didn't take this out of context. Well, I have to have trauma in my life in order to get a hold of Ken, okay? That's not what it's all about. You asked me to share the story. I shared the story here. However, you can reach out for me for anything. It doesn't have to have something that's going wrong or whatever. If you want to create something in your life or if you, you, know, you feel stuck somewhere, please reach out to me. I'm not a trauma coach. I'm not, a, I'm not <laughs> one of those 
people here. So I, I, I shared this story because you asked me to go deep and you're questioning maybe even go deep here, but I just want them to understand perfectly. Please reach out for me for anything. A hundred percent. What I meant by that was most of the times with these episodes, there are specific people who went through similar. Yeah. So it's even easier to connect with you because you actually got the courage to share the story to speak mm-hmm. for it and then that that paves the way for them to actually reach out rather than right the other way around so i know that for a fact i've been there done that so many times myself so <laughs> That that was the main thing, but thank you for for bringing this one up and clarifying mm-hmm. it as well. Mm-hmm. And as an ending question, if you would have only twenty four hours to live, what would you do? What immediately comes up for me is to share the love that I have deep inside with everybody that I come in contact, friends family, acquaintances. And I would tell people, we all, well, is that, was that question just for me or are you talking about the world? I guess it's just for me, right? So I'll take it that way. I lived my life the way I lived it. It wasn't all good, but I learned from it. I learned from things so deeply that it only helps me to love more deeply. So if I had 24 hours to live, it would not be a panic you will get, and everybody else that are in front of me, you will get so much love. And I will create that legacy that, man, he was a loving person. I want some of that. And that would be totally, totally satisfying to me. Great question. Thank you for giving some of you to me (laughs) and to my listeners. That is very much appreciated, and I trust you don't have only 24 hours. (laughs) I thank you for uh, allowing me to be on this forum. First and foremost is that you gave me the space. That's what it was all about, Deanna, is that you just asked some powerful questions here and allowed me to go deep inside of myself, and I appreciate you and acknowledge you for allowing this space for me to do or bring up whatever came out of me. So thank you for having me on here today. Thank you for being in my life. I know you and I are going to be together after this podcast as well, helping each other grow and become who we are really destined to become. Amen to that. Preach, brother, preach. (laughs) (laughs) So Ken, before we finish this episode, I have decided to add three quick questions, lightning ones. So first one, what would be your legacy? What would you like to be remembered as? Who would you like to be remembered as? Beautiful question. You said this is a lightning round and I'm going to, I'm going to apologize up front. It may not go as quick as you want it to go. So I'm going to be who I'm going to be based off these questions here. So that was a beautiful question. You know, a lot of people think about that. What, you know, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Well, is it a powerful legacy? Um, this rich guy, I gave this money, uh, whatever shows up for them. For me, 
my legacy I want to leave behind is how much I loved my fellow man. And of course, that's woman, that's children, that's involved. And when I say man, it's generally speaking about everybody in this world. I will tell your listeners that it took me a long time, a long time to actually feel what love was all about, to love myself and act like that person when I sat in front of you. But now these days, the love that's inside of me and that's who I'm being is all, everything else after that is based off who I love within myself, how I love myself. It didn't matter, Deanna, what had happened in the past to me. That past does not define me. I learned from the past. I, I made, made mistakes. I, you know, and how to create something moving forward based off the past. But my legacy's it, it's, it's a beautiful question because I'd even hesitate when you asked me that question. The legacy is Ken loved everybody he came in contact with, not just family members, not just people who are close to him. When you are with me, you're going to get the love that I have for you, no matter who you are. You could be a criminal. You could be, you could be someone that hates my guts. You could be all those people. But what I'm going to return to you is me the love I have for you and you're not going to define me. I'm going to define myself. And that's the legacy I want to create. And I'm doing that now, Deanna. I'm doing that now. Yes, you are. That's a <laughs> <fact>. <laughs> now the second question I absolutely love that I have to mention this, like I absolutely loved your answer. So thank you for taking the time and honoring the answer. Thank you, my <laughs> love. Mm -hmm. Now, the second question, if you would write a book, what would the title be? Hmm. I'm going to sit with that for a second. If I were to write a book, what would the title be? What comes up for me right now, and I'm seeing the words right now, what's illuminating off this book right now, I cannot be created by anything outside of me. I create me, and this is how you create me. I'm seeing those words pop out of me. Now, if we're going to put a subtitle on that, again, it goes back to love. I am creating love. And I don't need you to do that. I just need me to do that. Wow, that was a great question. And thank you for giving me the space to think about that for a second and see what came up for me. But I'm seeing it right now. Beautiful. Thank you. And that was a powerful answer. I was just about to say, like, when you said that was a great question, I'm like, that was a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> And the third and last one would be, what is your favorite mantra? Oh, I never thought about that, Deanna. So let's see if I can create my favorite mantra right here, right on this call. What is my favorite mantra? I'm going to go to my pen and I'm going to go to my pad right now. And I'm going to sit with this for a second and see what comes out. Wow, that flowed right out of me. I just created my mantra. I am who I want me to be. I am love to give you love always. That's what came up for me. 
Thank you so very much for creating and sharing this right here, right now. Oh, that was powerful. Mm. Thank you, Ken. I, I am who I want me to be. I am love to give you love always. Wow. I, I got chills. <laughs> I, I, I got chills just hearing that. And that was just created right here, right now on this call. Just right now. That's what flowed out of me. It's amazing. It's amazing that when you really slow down and sit with yourself, what you can create every moment of your breathing time on this earth. And sometimes I have to learn that myself too. And that flowed right out of me. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ken, for, for sharing all this. And uh, once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for important. these questions. Yeah. Thank you for this. Thank you for that space. And thank you for having me remind myself too, that I don't have to live by certain ways of what my expectations are or what other people's expectations are that I got to be this way. I got to act this way. Uh, and for, for expectations of this world, you are who you are. You are who you want to become. You are that person. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Thank you to each and one of you who listened to this. I trust you're going to enjoy every moment of it and absorb it. Please reach out and thank you once again. Until next episode, keep on shining. Do not dim your light to make others feel safe. Shine your light unapologetically and experience powerful transformation through healing, growth and expansion.